0: have that? All right, Isaiah 52, 7 through 10. It reads this way. It says, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye. When the Lord brings back Zion, break forth into joy. Sing together. You waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations. All the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of Jerusalem our God, hallelujah, all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Today we're talking, we're continuing uh, from our service last Sunday morning, talking about the year of the Lord's power, this is part two, 5783, the year of the Lord's power, part two. Father God, thank you for giving us opportunity now to spend this time of your word, I thank you for your people who are gathered, those that are here, those that are watching online, I pray that God, revelation flows freely, that you give me divine utterance. I pray, Father, for the the anointing upon me in these lips of clay. That, God, you give me, Lord, uh, the, the boldness to declare what, what must be said today. And that your people have hearing ears, rec- seeing eyes, receiving hearts for the word of God. And I pray that, Father, you confirm the word with signs following here and in our lives to come. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. All right, take your seats. Hallelujah. So last Sunday we celebrated What? Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah We declared each other Shana Tova Remember that Shana Tova Rosh Hashanah means head of the year It's on God's calendar It's the head of the year The year has be- just begun Amen So we're not uh, trying to match up with man's calendar We know that things happen January 1 But if you understand God's calendar God's calendar, his new year started last Sunday Alright as a matter of fact, I, I, I was corrected about something too. I learned later on. It, it just it didn't didn't even click in my mind yet, uh, last Sunday, that when we were celebrating here in service, I was saying that uh, Rosh Hashanah happens tonight. But in reality, while we were here, it was happening, because while it was about 11:30 here, it was 6:30 there in in Jerusalem, in Israel. So Rosh Hashanah had already started while we were in service. So we were right in the in the, in the thick of it. Amen? So uh, I just thought I'd bring it to your attention because God brought it to my attention. Amen? So we were talking about how God has been moving things in, into an accelerated fashion, right? The church is in what we call a season of prophetic fulfillment. Everything that has been spoken is being fulfilled right now. What we're seeing all around us are things that, have God, that God has prophesied through men and women of God, and they are manifesting and manifesting quickly. Okay? Now, I gave you a scripture, Romans 9:28 where the Bible says God will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness because He, will, the Lord will make a short work upon the earth. So when God cuts his work short, he starts moving things quickly. If you ever looked at, at an hourglass, uh, if you, I have an hourglass at, at, there in, in our living room there, and in the hourglass, when you first turn it over, it seems like the sand's moving very slowly. But the closer it gets to the end of it, it starts to move very quickly. Am I right about it? And so that's how time is working because time is running out. Remember time is just a, just an earth thing. There's no time in heaven. We like to sing a song when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as a sun. We're not no, we won't even know we've been there 10,000 years. Cuz there's no time, there's no calendar in heaven. Are you with me on this here? Okay, so God is making a quick and a short work in the earth. Amplify says it this way, that God is ready to close his account with men completely and without delay. So God, when God leased this earth to Adam, he gave man charge of the earth. Psalm 115, right around verse 14 or somewhere around there, that says the earth uh, has, God has given to the children of men. The heaven, even the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he's given to the children of men, right? Just say yes. So God has given us the earth for a time, but he's ready to close his account pretty quickly. Yes, right. So tell your neighbor, you better get right. Better get right. Do, it now. do it now. We just sing that song, Warren, get right with God and do it now. <laughs> All right. So I'm just let me review very quickly here. So I told you we're in the decade um, of the 5780s when we entered the 2020s. We're in the decade of the 5780s on God's calendar. The decade of pay, P E Y. Remember I showed you that that pay that letter pay that looks like a mouth? being open. So we enter we came out of the decade the 57 uh, 70s the decade of ayin which in Hebrew is a letter it, mean, it means to see. So we were in a a decade of seeing of revelation. But we move when we enter this decade into a decade of speaking. Right. So what we saw we now speak. That's how prophets work. Prophets see something, then prophets speak something. God says, "What I show you in the dark speak in the light." Yeah. I'm moving quickly, so y'all better stick with me. He says, what I speak in the dark, what I tell you in the dark, you speak it in the light. So we see something, and then we say something. That's how preachers operate. That's how men of God, women of God operate. We see something, and then we, we speak something. We don't, we don't hear a word. People say, I heard a word. Well, yeah, we, we might hear it, but God causes us in our spirit to see it. Y'all need me to slow down? He causes us to see a word, and when we see it, we speak it. So, we're in that decade now where we are moving, we've moved into that place of uh, authority, of commanding, of speaking, of decreeing, of declaring a thing. God shifted Moses. Moses, at first, God told him when they needed water out of the rock to strike the rock. But then he said, On the next time, I want you to speak to the rock. Glory to God. Because you shift. From having to do everything by hand to doing everything with your mouth. Hey, Sister Carol, good to see you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Praise God. So we're in the decade now of speaking, speaking, commanding, and authority. Can you say commanding? Commanding. And authority. See, that, that's what you and I have to know. That's why I'm, I'm, so, I'm so elated about you all and being a faith people because we know how to use that authority. That's why we didn't freak out when a storm was coming. Because we don't go by what we hear men say. We go by what we hear God say. And what we do is we speak out what does say the Lord. In fact, we speak out our desires. We speak what we want to happen. We don't speak what they say is going to happen. No, we speak what we want to happen. Are y'all with me? Does, does the Bible not say in Romans 4 that God calls things that be not as though they were? And he was showing us how Abraham's supposed to operate, we call things that be not as though they were. So you and I don't call things as they are. We don't tell it like it is. I said, we don't go around just telling it like it is. We call it as we want it to be. Everybody say, I have authority. To speak, to speak in the earth. Let me show you a scripture that applies to us: Luke eight twenty-two to twenty-five in the King James version. Luke eight twenty-two to twenty-five. I want you to see this. This is this is what this is what. Remember, Jesus Christ is our example. Yes. Remember, I told you I, we were talking for a few weeks. I'm laboring again until Christ be formed in you. So I'm showing you how we're supposed to operate. So Luke eight twenty-two in the King James says, "Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship. This is he, Jesus." went into a ship with his disciples, and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth, verse 23. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a hurricane. That's what a storm of wind is. They're in the middle of a hurricane. They didn't have time to go to Home Depot and buy any plywood. They didn't have time to get all the gas together, get the generators working. They didn't have time to get all that stuff. They know they're in the middle of a storm on the lake. They're on their way doing what Christ told them to do, and a storm shows up. And it says, now watch this. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. They're in danger. Verse 24. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose. Then he arose. He was sleeping in the midst of all this jeopardy. That's the posture of faith. People of faith aren't pacing all night. People of faith aren't running around panicking. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? Oh, no, no. You rest through it. Then he arose and look what he did. He rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. That's all a hurricane is, is wind and raging of water. And they ceased, and there was what? Now look at verse 25. Watch what he says. It says, and he said unto them, where is your faith? That's what I want to say to all the people, church folk running around here. Where is your faith? And they being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, what manner of man is this? Watch this, watch this. For he commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. He commands the wind and the water and they obey him. What manner of man is this that he commands? I want you to see that one word. He commands. He didn't pray about the wind and the water. I better come back over here. He didn't pray about the wind and the water. It says he commanded. Well that's Jesus. You are Jesus. I was driving Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday, I don't know what day it was. Tuesday, I think it was. I was driving from uh, Home Depot. I was going to pick up some, um, some electrical supplies, and I said, you know, I'm going to do some electrical work while I'm on break. I'm not worried about the storm. And, uh, you know, everybody's panicking, running around. I'm on the interstate, and I begin just to, just to declare. I said, Father, your word says, as he is, so am I in this world. So I said, in the name of Jesus, I command this storm to go around this city. Well, who does he think he is I'm Jesus you're not Jesus I know I'm not Jesus but he's in me and I'm in him now don't y'all go tweet that this man crazy it's my Jesus? I'm talking about I'm in him he's in me Christ in you the hope of glory so I speak the same way he speaks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. He commanded even to win the ways when they obey him. Things obey us. When we use our authority, things obey us. Look at, look at Luke 17. Look at Luke 17, 5 and 6. Let me just get, give you this other one here. Because this is the authority that you and I have all the time. Don't you ever again run From anything. From anything. Luke 17, 5 and 6 says, And the apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. Uh Now look at how he answers them. So the Lord said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Increase our faith. Now go back to the beginning of that verse. Go back to the beginning of that verse here. So the Lord said, If you have faith as a mustard seed, What does he mean by that? Now, see how y'all been taught? All y'all been taught, faith, a mustard seed. Y'all been taught a little small faith. That's not what he said. That's not what a mustard seed is about, the size of it. But that's what we've been taught. So I'm not picking on you for saying that because that's what we've been taught. A mustard seed is potent. It's not the size of it. It's the potency of it. That when you plant a mustard seed, that mustard seed grows into something big. If you take, you know, there are people, you can buy mustard seeds and grind them. When you you grind a mustard seed, it releases a potent flavor. It's not talking about the size of a mustard seed. That's what, if you have faith in the size, the Bible never said the word size. Y'all don't like that. The Bible never said the word size. It says as. He's talking about that mustard seed is potent, that when you release your words, your words have the power, the potency, the potential to unleash a mighty force. So if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree to a tree. King James, I think, says sycamine tree. A mulberry tree be pulled up by the roots. This is you talking to a tree. be planted in the sea, and he said, and it would obey you, a tree. I'm thinking, man, I should have used that this week. We're down there trimming trees. We should have just spoke to them. Get up. (laughs) Get in that garbage. Get in that trailer. (laughs) Man, are we all down here working and sawing and now we should have said, get up. Get up. (laughs) Praise the Lord. All right, now, Let me go, let me let's go to this real quick. Praise God. Let me try to hurry up. We gotta do communion too, Lord. Mercy. All right. 5783. Everybody say 5783. 5783. Remember last week I gave you this picture of this uh, gamel. Y'all have the one from last week that I gave you the one from last week? Um, The gamel. Yeah, okay. So I showed you gamel, which is the third letter of the Hebrew alphabet. In fact, I should say it third letter of the Hebrew aleph bet alef, that's how it's actually we get alphabet from aleph bet ab aleph bet right y'all okay yes, sir. so i showed you um, this gimel which is the third letter so aleph bet gimel what's next dalet, dalet. dalet so four is the fourth is 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 next dalet the fourth letter right remember what i, how I showed you what it meant right that Aleph, which means father, or beginning, so from the father. Bet, which means what? House. I taught you all that last year. So from the father's house, there's coming. Gemel is camel. And Dalet means an humbled man. Put the, put the Dalet up there for, for us to see. The Dalet. Hallelujah. See the Dalet? Dalet. Remember, all Hebrew letters have a numerical value, but also a pictograph value. They mean something. Now, if y'all are bored, you can just go on to sleep and just, I'll I'll wake up when we finish. I'll I'll wake up when we finish. Or we just leave them here, we just sneak out. I don't want to bore you, I just think it's important you notice because this, we're talking about a prophetic fulfillment That you are here now for this Something we've been talking about for decades For years, generations Is upon us now So Aleph, the father The father from the father's house Is releasing camels to, Now you know the camels are representative of what? Wealth so, we've been talking about wealth transfer for many years. Yes, sir. So, remember, Dalet starts next year. Yes, so, over this next year, what, we're, what we will see is God's wealth Glory. moving towards the humbled people. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that He may do what? Exalt. exalt you in due time. I told you that word exalt means to raise you up to opulence and prosperity. The summit of opulence and prosperity. Y'all remember that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I Don't let what happened this week discourage you. No. 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 Yes, <laughs> the devil would want to come and ruin all that for us. Right. But he can't. No. I'm more determined now than ever to step yes, right into yes, all that God has for us. Yes, okay, so you listen to me. Yes, sir. Now, I, I want to go back to that, to that. Gmail, because what I gave you last week, you know how there is an, uh, we have uh, in our English letters, we have informal writing, we have formal writing. Am I right about it? If you're going to, you know, write a love letter, uh, you might write it in cursive. It's a, it's a more formal, you know, they're, they're talking about not trying to bring cursive back to the schools because kids, they haven't done cursive for a long time and they don't know how to sign their name or anything. How are they going to sign a check? How are they going to sign a contract? Oh, we're going to use DocuSign. Okay, we're going to electronic sign. But there are some things you still got to sign by hand. Well, they don't know how to write in cursive. Okay, so they're looking at bringing cursive back, which is a a good thing. So there's a formal writing. So the formal gemel, I want to put that on the screen for you and show you what the formal gemel looks like. Now put the regular one on there. Put the regular one on there. Put the the other gemel, the informal. See, that's the informal gemel. You see, it's a a picture of a camel. But put the formal one on there. Do you see that? So this is not just a camel, some old, you know, hump, hump hump, (laughs) hump-de-hump, broke down. Do the hump-de-hump, do the hump This ain't This ain't some broke-down slumped over camel with you know you' have seen the camels they, the hump leaning over like dehydrated this ain't this ain't that kind of camel this is these are royal camels camels of kings see Isaiah 60 give me Isaiah 60 verse three now that that didn't excite three of y'all but six of y'all might have got it Isaiah 60 verse 3. The Gentiles shall come to your light. Remember, I told you that God told me it's Isaiah 60 time. The Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Verse 5 and 6. Verse 5 and 6. Keep going here. Watch this. Verse 5 and 6. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy because what? Shall be turned to you. Keep going. The wealth. So the wealth of the world shall come to you. Keep going. Verse 6. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. Come on. Keep going. They shall bring. Do you see what's happening here? The camels, they are coming. And these aren't camels coming and asking you, can you feed me? These are camels that are loaded with kings in their... Put up verse 10 and 11. Verse 10 and 11. Same chapter, verse 10 and 11. Watch this. The sons of foreigners shall build up your walls and their kings. Do you see the Gamel here? The royal Gamel here. Their kings shall minister to you. Verse, verse 11. I'm sorry, verse 10. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Therefore, your gates shall be opened Continually, Come on. They shall not be shut day or night that men, come on, and their, so these camels and these dromedaries are not coming empty-handed. They're coming to bring wealth to you. Okay, to you. I saw one hammer. They're coming to bring wealth to you. I'm not talking about how many hours you can work on your job. They're coming to bring wealth to you. I'm not talking about your salary. Your seed will over- overdo your salary. Your... I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I heard a preacher mention this. So I just extrapolated some things from it. Um, y'all don't take this the wrong way. I hope y'all are mature enough to take this the right, the right way. Seed um, breaks cycles. Okay. People have been trapped in cycles of poverty, cycles of debt, cycles of lack. Over and over and over again. But seed breaks cycles. Now some of y'all are getting it. Some of y'all are still struggling to pass I don't get it. Women, women naturally each month y'all okay, experience what they call a cycle. But when a seed When a seed gets planted, the cycle stops. Some of you have planted some seeds already in the kingdom of God, and this is the year that the cycles of poverty, the cycles of
1: lack, the cycles of debt, the cycles of need are stopped in your life, you're going to manifest the child, the baby, the produce
0: that God has for you in your life. Give God a praise right now for that. Tell somebody, tell somebody, your seed will break the cycle. cycle. Generational cycles. Your, Your children broke, you broke, your mama was broke. Your grandmamas broke. Your great-granddad broke. Everybody was in the hood. No, that stops right here. The The camels are on their way. I said the camels are on their way. I said the camels are on their way. One more time. The camels are All right, sit down. Get are in there for free. So the God, God, we're at a time of prophetic fulfillment. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to condense this down. i got to try to get all this to you. So, royal camels are coming. Kings in procession. Bringing the wealth of the Gentiles. See, we've been preaching a long time, Pastor Caleb, that the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. God doesn't want to just lay it up. He, he needs it in our hands. Cause we have work to do, man. Yes. No, this isn't just for you to get a new yacht. I found, I saw it other uh, last night. Boy, a storm come through, and I, I saw somebody yacht up on somebody's house or something like that. Was, all that stuff is that's that's temporary. Only what you do for Christ. Y'all didn't say that. Only what you do for Christ will last. Now, God will have you, you'll enjoy nice things, but the wealth is going to enable us to do the will of God in a greater dimension. I'll tell you bit, But he'll take care of you. He'll take, he'll take good care of you, too. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Okay, now, I t- gave you 5783. It appears one time in, this, in the scriptures. The Hebrew word, or, or, which means to be exposed, to be bare, to lay, be laid bare. And I showed you it was one time in the scripture in Habakkuk three nine. Did y'all find Habakkuk this week when y'all reviewed? <laughs> yes, sir. Habakkuk three nine. Your bowl was made quite ready. ready, ready sir. The word ready there in, in the in the New King James. But in other translations, it's the word "bare" or "naked." Yes, sir. Okay. And In Habakkuk three, God, through the, or the the prophet, rather is calling on God to reveal His power to His people. Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Yep. That key verse is verse two: "Revive your work in the midst of the of the years." In fact, give me verse two again in the uh, ERV very quickly, please. Easy to Read version. I just want you, want you to see this verse two, uh, Habakkuk two, verse three, verse two says, oh, Lord, I have heard the news about you. I'm amazed, Lord, at the powerful things you did in the past. Now I pray that you will do great things in our time. Please make these things happen in our own days. See, we're seeing God, God, what you've done before, we're saying do it again in our time, in our days. But in your anger, remember to show mercy to us. Oh, my. All right. Now. So God uses prophetic voices, this is very important here, to to call for his power in the earth. And that's what Habakkuk was doing. He's calling for God's power to manifest in the earth. And we're going to see this here. Okay? Now I want you to go to, to Isaiah 52 again. Isaiah 52. Because God is ready to show himself strong to his people. It's our time now. I said it's our time now. You want to be on the right side now. Hallelujah. And the good thing about, about it is it doesn't matter if you got saved 40 years ago or four days ago. long as you made it in, boy, you're on the right side now. Remember Jesus gave the parable of the 11th hour worker? There are some people who worked all day long And earn the same penny as those who only work one hour. So don't be jealous and mad when somebody who just got saved last week gets the same kind of blessings that you got. Don't be like the elder brother in Luke 15. The elder brother was mad at the younger brother and his dad. Because the younger brother had gone, slipped back out in the world. Lived a riotous life and came back. And the father gave him a party. And the older brother was mad, upset. He said, I've been working hard all this time. First of all, son, you, you didn't have to be working like that. You're a son. What you doing working all that hard, you're a son. But the father said, son, listen, all I have is yours. I think that's Luke 15 right around verse 30. He said, all I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. Just, you can, you can party anytime. So some of you don't want you to be upset when somebody who just gets saved and they just start living the life that God wants them to live. There it is. And you've been 40 years struggling, straining, toiling, all that kind of stuff. Ah, all right, now, let's get here to Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52. Okay, so God, through his prophet Isaiah, is announcing a time of supernatural turnaround. In fact, if, if, you, if you allow me, I want to go back a few verses, please. Um, let me go back to just, oh, let me go, can I go to verse 1? Is that okay? Awake, awake. Put on your strength, O oh Zion. Put on your strength. So there's a strength that you have that you must put on. Okay? He says, put on your beautiful garments. Now, the implication is here is that people, it's kind of like when you read Isaiah 60, we read Isaiah 60 a couple times. And it says, arise, shine, your light has come. When you read it from the Amplified, it talks about arise from your prostrate position, that depressed position. So in other words, there are things that come into your life that if you're not careful, you will, will allow the devil to, to oppress us, weigh us down, and we'll be more more cognizant, more aware of the problems than the promises. And if you let the, promise, the problems consume your mind, you'll lose your joy, you'll lose your peace, you'll be raggedy dressed. You'll let you'll let the demonic oppression weaken you. Y'all got this here. So he says, "Put on your strength. Wake up, wake up. Put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments. Let's get dressed up again. Take off them old raggedy house clothes you're wearing. Praise God in the Spirit." He says, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no, no longer come to you. The heathen no, will no longer come to you. Verse 2 Shake yourself from the dust. Arise. Sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose yourself from the bonds of your neck. What you've allowed to be placed on you, what you've gotten entangled with. He said, Loose yourself from it. Notice he, did, he didn't say right here, I'm going to loose He said, Loose yourself. You got in it, you can get out of it real quick. In other words, there are some things you can just say, you know what, I'm done with that. There are some things you can just say, I'm done with that. While you're praying, God help me, he's saying, no, you got it, just, just say I'm done. Glory to God, you're in some kind of relationship with some man, some woman you know you shouldn't be in. Just get out of it. Just, look, just don't call him no more. man you got entangled in some kind of crazy investment some business come on it happens to all of us at some point you don't you don't stay up at three o'clock in the morning watching infomercials and now you don't invest in something that you think is supposed to make you rich in 90 days you all entangled well, I'm entangled and I can't get out. Yes, you can. Just stop. Just, 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 just don't do it no more. What about my money? God can give you much more than that. Yeah. See, that's the trap of the enemy. You'll, you'll keep on going with something that's, that's caused you to be anxious because you invested five thousand of your dollars in there. It's just five thousand dollars. Y'all said? I said it's just five thousand dollars. But you can't sleep at night. What's five thousand? You can't sleep at night. No peace. What's five thousand? and You and your wife and you and your husband you fighting and arguing. What's five thousand? Getting ulcers all, all on in in your stomach. What's five thousand dollars? Y'all quiet right there in this Baptist church. Loose yourself from the bonds of your neck. It was a bad idea. I don't know who this is for but it was just a bad idea Just get out of it Because it was your idea, it wasn't God's idea God didn't tell you to do that, you did that because you saw somebody else doing it This is going to work, no it's just a bad, it was a, it was a dumb idea For you that's, that's, that's what the prophet told King Amaziah He said God is able to give you much more than that God can give you much more than that. All right, verse 3. For thus says the Lord, you have sold yourselves for nothing. You shall be redeemed without money. You sold yourself for nothing. You shall be redeemed without money. In other words, you got yourself in. I'm going to get you out of it. Your money ain't going to get you out of it. You can't buy your way out of this. I'm going to get you out. For thus says the Lord, verse 4. My people, watch this. This is important. My people went down at first into Egypt to dwell there. Now, Egypt represents what? the world system, to dwell there. Then the Assyrian oppressed them without cause. Now we learned years ago that Egypt means the limiter, its limitations, and Assyrian means the plunderer. We started the the Hebrew words out. They mean plunderers, uh, limitations and plunderers. He says, and so you went down to Egypt for help. You got down to Egypt to kind of hang out. Now this is a picture of Israel going down to Egypt there under... uh, Uh, Jacob, taking all the people down there. Remember Joseph was down there? He says, and then the Assyrian plundered, or, or Assyrian oppressed them without cause, okay? Now, now therefore, now in other words, God sees that you went into it with good intention, and the enemy began, he had you trapped, Remember what God told Moses in Exodus chapter 3, I believe it was. He told Moses, he says, I have seen the oppression of my people. And I have come down to deliver them. So God sees the trap you got in. He sees the bad deal you signed on. He sees the messed up arrangement that was made. He sees how the enemy has swindled you. But he says, don't worry about it, I got you. Verse 5. Now, therefore, what have I here, says the Lord? God says, what, what do I have here? That my people are taken away for nothing. Those who rule over them, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Make them well. Make them cry, make them weep. Those who rule over them, that's what oppressors do. They rule over you. And they make them well, says the Lord. And watch this. Here's here's the, the clicker. And my name is blasphemed continually every day. What is he saying? God is saying they have you trapped and they blaspheme my name. Watch this. The world mocks you and me. And they, they look at us for, y'all going to church, you Christians. Y'all serving as God, but we have all the money. I'm going to come on, come on this side. You all are praising as God you can't see, but we're having all the fun. See? It says, they blaspheme my name. They blaspheme my name. You and I are called by his name. They blaspheme his name. Are you seeing this here? Lord, help them see it. That while we're serving God, they're gathering all the gold. And they don't care anything about you and me going to church on a Sunday and going back to live in the hood. Okay, let me, let me, let me help you out this. We get in our little Christian uh, arrogancy. Mm-hmm. And we say when somebody's driving a really nice car living in a really nice house we'll say, yeah, but I bet they ain't happy. And we'll say, yeah, but I bet they fighting all the time. Yeah, yeah, but I bet it's dead. We try to dumb down their prosperity, their success, and make excuses for it like, you know, yeah, but at least we're serving God. This is what they're saying. They're saying, yeah, y'all praising God, but they probably ain't happy. See, the same way we try to excuse them off, they do the same thing to us. I don't know if y'all see what I'm trying to say. They mock us for our righteous stance Yet we sick, and we broke, and we busted, and disgusted. Because they, watch this—they can't see any manifestation, any fruit of our faith. I'm trying to help you see this. They—they they can't see any fruit of our faith. I said they can't see any fruit of our faith. We talk a big talk about what God can do and how big a God we serve and how mighty our God is and yet we don't have any fruit of our faith. Now I know y'all may not like this right here. See, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's a reason why God said about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he said, I'm not ashamed to be called their God. Amen. Remember that in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, God said, he said, they desired a better country. He said, therefore, I'm not ashamed to be called their God. Because they desired better. They, they, they grew. They received. They knew how to manifest something in faith. Oh, Jesus so, while you and I may, may think it's just cool, just the world, well, just as long as I got enough, you know, whatever, just, you know, I'm just, I got this, this old card, just get me from point A to point B. That ain't God. I said, that's, that's not God. The world is blaspheming in the name of God. Because they can't see it Who hears what I'm talking about today they, they can't see it When Christians are Being blasted on social media About their unholy lifestyles God's name is being blasphemed Y'all just, just stay quiet right there When Christians are being blasted on social media About our unholy lifestyles God's name is being blasphemed When our lives look no no different, no better Than the world's Okay Let let me get to the nitty gritty here I got four minutes Oh Lord Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. So God says, I got to do something about that. Verse 6, therefore my people, my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he who speaks. Behold, it is I. So God says, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure you know my name. You're going to know who I am. So watch this, because God's—if I, if I can speak for God, if you allow me—God says I've had enough of my name being blasphemed. Okay, let me let me get—I'm going to try to help. I'm going to try to explain it this way. If if um if if your children, your your natural children, come to church, they show up to church, no, they show up to school, they show up to school, show up to school, and they look raggedy, their face isn't washed, their, their clothes aren't ironed, their shoes are got holes, you can see their toes coming through. Um, the kids, their their schoolmates may talk about the kids, about but the teachers talk don't talk about you. You got it now. You understand what I'm trying to say to you. They're gonna blaspheme your name. So when we don't have this, if you allow this, I, you're gonna to have to allow it. If if we don't have this material manifestation, boy, I don't know. If we don't have this material, material manifestation, we are causing or allowing the name of our Father to be blasphemed. And while the devil has sold us a blue pill about being humble, in our humility, we've allowed our Father's name to be blasphemed. Glory to God. I I don't know who's going to receive this today. I don't know who's going to just receive this today right here. Because today is the day it all changes. I said today is the day it all changes. Because God says I've had enough. And I'm closing out my account with men. I've winked at the Gentiles long enough and allow them to carry and have all the gold and all the silver long long enough, but God says the silver and the gold is mine, and I'm about to shake up all the heavens and shake up all the earth, and the desire of all nations is going to come into my house. Does your Bible say that? He says once more I will, in the book of Haggai, I will shake all the heavens and all the earth, and the desire of all nations shall come. Well, how is it going to come? The Aleph through his bet, is going to send the camels so watch this, this might be for just 30% of y'all watch what happens in your life over this next year I see 60% of y'all hands wait, watch what happens in your life over this next year talking about a little bit of growth, a little bit of increase, a little bit of prosperity. I'm talking about an earth shadowing, inexplicable. I'm talking about your life is going to be so different by this time next year. Now, I'm not telling you to be lazy, but I'm telling you this ain't gonna come from how hard you work. Now, listen, God's gonna give you ideas. He's gonna give you innovations. He's gonna give you inventions. He's gonna give you instruction and whatever he says unto you, do it. But do it knowing that he's, he's bringing a transfer of wealth that we have preached about, that we have sung about, that we have prophesied about into our hands in this year. Now watch this. Y'all sit down. Gonna sit, sit down. I'm going to show you this here. Now wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna wrap this up. Pastor, how does this happen? How does this happen? We are in the decade of pay, P E Y. And it's, notice it's pronounced pay, like P A Y, like it's payday. This is the decade you get paid. Now, watch this. This is very important. It's very important. It's very important. You need to make sure you're, you're connected right here. It requires for this to happen a prophetic voice. Your shift will be it'll be released through a prophetic voice. I told you this is why at the beginning of this decade, pay decade, 2020s, while the devil released a virus on the world that was intended to shut down the prophetic voice and to disconnect people from their prophetic voice. So people shut down church. They stopped going to church. People still aren't going back to church. All kinds of of of. Of strife in the body of Christ, division in the body of Christ, that was meant to disconnect people from the prophetic voice, because the devil knows that that's how it comes. And he even started in the body of Christ this 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 um, disdain for the preacher. This, this disregard, even for the preacher, that we don't need and have no respect for the preacher anymore. I'm a talking here. The devil wanted to stop the mouths of preachers, and he's bought off preachers, just like Jezebel bought, bought off preachers, and have preachers that dined at her table every day and those that wouldn't she killed but there were ones that punked out and wouldn't stand and say what God had them to say and agreed with what the Jezebel witchcraft spirit wanted them to say but I ain't one of them that ain't those aren't, they're not them every one of you in here you're not one of them you're going to stand and preach and stand and declare what does said the Lord it doesn't matter who likes it, it doesn't matter who doesn't like it it doesn't matter who unsubscribes it doesn't matter who unfollows you and it doesn't matter who quits your church because what they don't know is they're not hurting the preacher themselves here's the reason why God has raised you up the reason why God has raised you up because the prophetic turnaround happens through your voice how do you know it's in the book God says I'm going to turn things around. That's what one through six is all about. I'm going to turn things around. Tell you neighbor but God's going to turn things around. In a mighty way. No, find find somebody else. Find somebody else. Tell them God's going to turn things around. In a mighty way. If they sitting there, just don't even even talk to them no more. Don't even talk talk to them no more. Don't talk to them no more. teachers, ministers do I have in here? This for all of y'all. How is it going to come? Verse 7. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him. some feet on the mountain to shout from the mountaintop to shout it in the valley to shout it for people that something's about to happen in your life that everything is about to turn around in your life I've got good news for you today everything is about to turn around in your life Now sit down, sit down. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show you. I gotta show you. I gotta show you. I gotta show you. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. 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 word. I didn't get a sermonsrus.com and find a word for today. As a prophet, I'm speaking to you. And I'm telling you what God is saying for this hour. That what we've been waiting on is here. Y'all ready? I want you to hear this now. How beautiful upon the mountains, verse seven, are the feet of him who does something. Now, how many ever heard of the fivefold ministry? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ephesians four eleven: apostles, prophets, evangelists pastors and teachers. Yes. Now watch this. what no, no, no don't don't do that yet. <laughs> now the fivefold ministry, I found out here that we have a fivefold message. Yes. No matter whether you're an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher, we have a fivefold message. Yes. It's right there in the text. He says, "How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of Him!" Now, this is so important that Paul reiterated this same text in the tenth chapter of Romans. Oh Jesus! Oh Lord, have mercy! Can I can I get three extra minutes from you? Okay, put them put them on the end. I don't need them yet, but I'm gonna need them in a few minutes. I'm gonna need them look at Romans 10 I'm going to need them in a few minutes Romans, Romans 10 oh Jesus oh Jesus look at this look at this verse 12 Romans 10 verse 12 Romans 10 verse 12 for there is no distinction between Jew or Greek or black or white or Hispanic or Oriental or it doesn't matter where you're from for the same Lord over all is what is what rich liberal To all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a who? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written. So he says for you to experience the riches of God. Somebody's got to preach this to you. I'm here to preach this to you. I'm here to proclaim God's message to you. Are you back in Isaiah 52 verse 7? Here's a five-fold message right here. Five-fold message. Five-fold message. I'm going to go through it real quick. I don't have time to expound on all Here's what we proclaim. He says, The feet of him who, number one, brings good news. My first job is to bring you good news. If you've been going through, I have good news for you. Something's about to happen in your life. Now, you look that bring good news. There's a phrase in the Hebrew is basar, which means to bring a fresh word. Our job, Pastor Caleb, is to always bring a fresh word. The only way you get a fresh word is if you have a fresh encounter with God. I don't need to take a message out of a book, of a website. I need a fresh word from God. And really what fresh means is now. It means a living, a now word. A word in season. A word in season. How good it is. So I'm bringing you a fresh word. Right now. Relevant for right now. So I bring good news. I got to keep going here. Watch this, watch this. Who Because pro- this, this is real simple. When you see it, you're like, oh, Lord. Who proclaims peace? So my job, our job, Evangelist Warren, is to proclaim peace. That word peace is the Hebrew word shalom, which means to proclaim safety. So when Hurricane Ian is barreling down on us, proclaim safety. Well no. You know you never know what mother nature's gonna mother nature mother nature I don't believe in mother nature my mother was Hilda Hilda May Anderson that's the only mother I knew mother Hilda May Anderson that's my nature mother Hilda May Anderson don't have any power of us. We proclaim safety. I got to be going. Soundness in body. Soundness in your body. Can you receive that today? When I proclaim that, listen, when I proclaim it, that means just receive it. Pastor, lay hands on me. I don't have to lay hands on you all the time. I can just proclaim it. When I speak it, the Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. Welfare, welfare. Pastor, don't, don't proclaim welfare. This ain't this ain't welfare like you think it. Is. This is not government cheese and government peanut butter and day-old bread. This is you. This means to farewell. I proclaim health. Oh God, y'all y'all better catch that. This isn't just me proclaiming healing is proclaiming health, I command you to be healthy. I release health in this room right now. I release health over this whole congregation right now. You will be healthy and whole and strong all the days of your life. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. This the one the church don't like us to talk about. But God says, I need prophets to proclaim peace,
1: which includes prosperity.
0: You one of them prosperity preachers? Yeah, what are you? Of course I preach prosperity. What do you want me to preach poverty? What else am I supposed to preach but prosperity? Okay, I got to go. I'm gotta. i gotta, I'm way over time. So we proclaim peace. We bring good news. Number three, who brings glad tidings of good things. Re, bring, now that word things is added. It's italicized. It's added. So it really means to bring glad tidings of good, which is the, from the Hebrew word tav, tov, tov. Which means, basically, let me just tell you what it means. Literally, something good is going to happen to you. Somebody missed it. Somebody missed it. Somebody missed it. it. When I stand right here, right now, at 116, when I say this, if you grab it, you're going to manifest it.
1: I proclaim that something good is going to happen to you. I said something good is going to happen to you.
0: Oh my, oh my, my, my. I've got... Man, I'm, 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 I'm restricted right now because there's a testimony that someone shared with me um, personally um, that I can't share yet because they haven't shared it publicly yet. And and it's huge. Um, they were visiting in town and they said, I spoke one day, a Sunday, and I said something, I released this very word, I said, something good is going to happen to you today. And they said, Pastor, that same day they said they were walking and repeating to each other just meditating on that but I said something's gonna happen today I can't I wish I could tell you I can't I can't tell you it happened they 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 showed me physical evidence
1: of it I saw no eyes.
0: it is. I don't know. When I said it to them, I didn't know what it was. I just said something good is going to happen. And he said, that's my job to proclaim and tell you. Well, you're you just, you just give, giving people false hope. No, I'm giving them biblical hope. I'm commanded to tell you that something good is going to happen to you. Now, if you will take what I release and mix your faith with it, Pastor, how do I do that? Your tongue is your mixer. What you say is something good's gonna happen to me. Just say something good's gonna happen to me. Now listen, 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 listen. I'm gonna let you put your own time step on it.
1: Ah, right, see, I, somebody got it.
0: I ain't telling you when, how long, but you put your own time step on it.
1: Mark my word! Mark my word! All right, let me, let me
0: finish. Let's, let's you, can, you can stay standing if you want. Two more, let just close this out here. Hey. Number four, he said to proclaim salvation. To proclaim salvation. See that? Yes. Bless the, the, the feet who proclaim salvation. Yes. I proclaim salvation. Now, it's the Hebrew word, Yeshua. Yes, sure. Yeshua is the Hebrew name. For Jesus that we use in the Greek, Jesus. Jesus is not his. He he didn't walk around. They they didn't call him Jesus when he walked around. They they called him Yeshua. They spoke Hebrew. They called him Yeshua. In the Greek, we read Jesus. So we proclaim Yeshua, Jesus. So here's what it means. That word Yeshua means salvation, deliverance. You, You grab a hold of whichever one you need right here. Welfare grab hold of whichever one you need here prosperity deliverance salvation victory whatever you need just grab it my job is to proclaim it to tell you that God is bringing salvation to your household us off, media. Don't worry about all the rest. The last, the last part of the message here this is what we preach here is to say your God reigns. <laughs> Who says to Zion, put up there, media, that your God reigns. That's the end of verse 7. Your God reigns. What, what does he mean We preach to people That your God reigns Because when the devil is Whipping up on people And the world is Blaspheming God And blaspheming you The devil wants you to think that your God Is not in charge He wants you to think That the government reigns That your boss reigns your enemies reign. But my job is to declare to you, no, 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 no. They don't reign. Your God reigns. And you need to know that today. If there's a pain in your body, your God reigns. You need money in your pocket, your
1: God reigns. If the devil's attacking your marriage and your family, your God reigns. No matter what they're saying on your job, your God reigns. No matter what they're saying in this economy, your God reigns.
0: That means your God's in charge. And if God's in charge, this is bad English, this is bad English, this is bad English. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Tell you that, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Tell somebody else, child, you ain't got nothing to worry about.
1: Child, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Stop your worrying. Stop your crying. Stop your sadness.
0: I, I spoke in error earlier. I, I got to finish reading this last part. Because I have done my job. Now I'm going to show you your job. Verse 8. Your watchmen shall lift up their, their voices. That's what we're going to do now. With their voices they shall sing together. How many watchmen do I have in here? I got some. Some. All oh y'all. Okay. I, I, I got. Okay. I, I understand. But I want to talk to the pastors and the preachers in here. The real. The. Preachers y'all watchmen this is this is our job people who preach you call a preach it says we shall lift up our voices with our voices we shall sing together that means the preachers got to sing too the preachers got to shout too the preachers can't sit there and cross their legs wherever else in praise and worship we got to rejoice too now watch for they shall see out of eye. Which means we get on the same page with God and we ain't arguing about what we're going to preach, what you preaching. No, we preaching what God says to preach. Now watch this. When the Lord brings back Zion. now you ready for your response? He says, break... Wait a minute now. Don't get ahead of me. He says, break forth in the joy. Sing together. When you get a prophetic word... About supernatural turnaround, your response is not just praise, it's a breaking forth. Praise. He says, He says, break forth into joy. To break forth into joy means that there's been this chain, this weight that's trying to oppress you trying to hold you down, trying to force you into sadness and gloom. And when you break forth, you bust out. Now, I don't know who this is, but somebody has grabbed a hold of this word today. And somebody knows the devil has been trying to hold you down, hold you back, shut
1: you out. But right now your response is to break forth into a shout. Break forth into a dance. Break forth into joy. Break
0: forth into praise. Break forth into rejoicing. Break forth into
1: gladness. Give God a praise. Season!
0: The world, we call this rolling up. God says, "I'm about to put my power on display."
1: the earth looking to show himself strong.
0: No, 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 no. No, your God reigns. Your God reigns. Your God reigns. Here's a kicker to get back. Here's a kicker. Listen to this, listen to this. Isaiah 53 and verse 1. Because even folk who hear it, May not respond. Because the Bible says this in Isaiah 53, verse 1. You got a media? You gonna put 53 verse 1? Y'all can't. I can find, I got it, I got it. Watch this. He says, this is the next chapter.
1: Who has believed? Who has believed? Our report. And to whom?
0: report I believe. I believe it. I their praise thank you Lord somebody better hear that your praise is a seed and God has recorded your praise today God may that praise always be a sweet incense before you Somebody ran, somebody shouted, somebody did something totally out of their comfort zone. May that praise be a bumper crop producing seed in their lives. Thank you that God, we're not praising you in vain because we know that what you did through Jesus Christ's life, his death on Calvary, and his resurrection. solved the issue Jesus said it is finished it's done we thank you so much today that God we are totally victorious and Father I pray that as your people have received this prophetic proclamation for this year that this will be one for the record books Lord I decree that people will break records this year People will break records this year. Our businesses will break records this year.